Salutations, mindless internet drones. Welcome back to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. This is episode 5, episode 5 of the Fighting Fire with Fire podcast. And as my guest, here in an attempt to make up for the podcast that wasn't for episode 4, is my good friend, Elliot Bruce. Elliot, say hi to the people. Ciao, bella. Ciao, bella. Elliot is here mainly to talk about college football. However, in light of me and Tien making our NFL picks in terms of division winners and Super Bowl participants, Elliot took it a step further. He is going to give you his eight division winners, wildcard teams. He's going to give you the seeds for the playoffs, and then he's going to predict who goes to each conference championship game, who represents each conference in the Super Bowl, your Super Bowl winner, and your NFL MVP. Yeah, so I did a a pretty deep dive today where I went week by week and I uh, picked the winners of every game. Um, I'm I'm getting pretty involved with the NFL season this year. Uh, First of all, I'm in seven fantasy leagues again. Lots of fantasy. Uh, Last two years I was in six leagues and then seven leagues and I made five out of six playoffs two years ago and six out of seven playoffs last year. Not to brag. Won two of those leagues. So uh, I'm pretty good with fantasy um, in terms of like figuring out offensive numbers, but I've also gotten a lot into uh, teams, team performance, and team statistics and things like that. In the last few years, I've joined a lot of different, um, I guess, competitive leagues where you just pick against each other. Um, so I'm picking. I, I've been doing one for I think two years now, where I pick just straight up winners in the NFL every week. Uh, this is going to be my third year. I actually won it my first year, and there are about 350 people in it. So uh, I'd say I'm pretty good. Not to, you know, not to gloat, but um, I'm also doing a, a league this year where it's all sports. So I, I've been getting even more involved in terms of looking at not just uh, offensive and and uh, I guess first string star power of, of teams, but really getting to know some of the more core players and uh, statistics that, that most people wouldn't really care about, uh, including, you know, defensive and offensive linemen and uh, lesser known players like that. So anyway, today I did a week by week pick of, you know, I went through every single game and said, all right, who's going to win this game? I, I had a little reasoning behind each, but I didn't do all that, uh, do all that detailing just kind of picks and here and there and I came out with a a final record for each team so I could go team by team and tell you the record but I'm just gonna simplify it and go tell you the the winners of each division and then uh, the playoff results or at least what I expect to be the playoff results so first off I want to I want to start with the team that I am the most high on this year relative to, to I think what other people think I'm a huge fan oh, are you of... Gonna, are you going to give me a chance to say what I would love to say? What do you love to say? The Raiders! That's correct. Yeah, I, I think the Raiders have all the pieces this year. I think they're a 13-3 and three team, and I think that they're going to be... Uh, 13-3? and three. Yep, 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 yep. And I think two of those losses actually come in the first four weeks, so... I think after Holy the first four crap. weeks, I think they go on 11-1. and one You're insane. All um, right, well, hell... That's why we bring you onto the podcast, right? I mean, I... I Fiery I, hot takes. This is called fighting fire with fire. I'm fighting fire with fire right now. So I, I also did like a little little ranking based on the four 
basic facets of, of an NFL team, looking at passing game, um, offensive line, which is essentially running game, defensive line, and secondary. Secondary. And the the best team by that measure was also the Raiders. Hmm. Um, so, so I'm seeing a little overlap there, and it makes me a little more confident when I'm picking that team. Um, also, just talent wise, I think Amari Cooper is is soon to be the best receiver in the league. I think Latavius Murray's underrated, and I think they've got a, a great uh, package of players behind those two to support them. They were they were very highly ranked by Pro Football Fo- mm-hmm. Excuse me, Pro Football Focus's list of offensive lines. They were in the top five somewhere, right? Uh, let me just double check. I'm pretty that. sure they were, you know, right they behind were the Cowboys. Two, number yeah. two for offensive line behind the Cowboys. Um, and I mean, the offensive line is pretty much the only reason I'm giving the Cowboys any wins this year because <laughs> I don't really have much faith in the rest of their team. Um, Shouts to Dak Prescott, who Tian and I have a lot more faith in than Elliot does. Yeah, I'm I'm off Dak Dak Prescott. I loved him at uh, Mississippi State, but I think that transitioning to the NFL is harder than just walking on and playing college football. You know. But El, give us your six seeds for each conference. So, right. who are your six seeds for the AFC? So, so seeding wise, I've got the Raiders coming out uh, on top in the in the AFC, followed by the Bengals as my two seed. Yep. Patriots as my three seed. I think they do go two and two without Brady, and then uh, come back and go ten and two with Brady, or ten and yeah, ten and two with Brady. Uh, four seed just by virtue of winning their division. I've got the Texans. Um, and then your two wild cards teams. And then my two wild card teams. I've got the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, getting the five seed with a twelve and four record. Um, I, I had the Texans with a ten and six record, by the way. Um, so still a little. Unhappy with uh, how how seeds are given out in the NFL that's right o- now. That's okay. But so you get the five seed Chiefs, twelve and four, and then I've got coming in for the six seed, the Jets. The J-E-T-S, coming in with the Jets, eleven Jets. and five record, just edging out the ten and six Steelers is is how I see it. Okay. So so there's uh, your those are your six AFC teams, yep. and then your six NFC teams are well, in descending first order. First, I'll go. I'll do the the playoffs for for. Oh, we're gonna uh, do the all the, AFC. Okay. So I'll just give you one answer for who I got coming out of the AFC. So I've got uh, Raiders and Bengals get a bye the first week of the playoffs. I've got the Patriots beating the Jets um, and the Chiefs winning in uh, at the t- at, in Houston. So I've got Raiders, Bengals, Pats, and Chiefs going to the, the second week of the playoffs. I've got both the one and two seeds winning. So Raiders, Bengals coming out with the Raiders beating the Chiefs and the Bengals beating the Pats. And then I've got the Bengals... Coming in, happy to have won their their gone to their first AFC championship really with with Dalton because I know he's got some yep. playoff troubles. Yep. And I've got them winning in Oakland. Um, so Bengals. So Bengals coming out of the AFC in my mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, then we just pivot over to the NFC. I've got the Seahawks with the number one seed. Uh, I think that they will just edge out the Cards. I think they'll go thirteen and three, and I think they'll they'll take the NFC conference. West. Yeah. yeah. Then I've got the Packers coming in at the two seed. Uh, I've got the Panthers coming in for three. And I think that the the final, I think the biggest game of week 17 will be uh, Redskins at Giants. And I think the that'll Giants. Determine the, that'll determine the division. will determine the division. I think the, the Redskins will be 11-4 and four and the Giants will be 10-5 and five going into that week. I think the Giants will win and thus win the division, and mm-hmm. also get the four seed. Mm-hmm. So I've got Seahawks, Packers, Panthers, Giants. And then the Cardinals are the Cardinals are, are, are yeah. the fifth, fifth seed wild card, yep. 
just because they get edged by the Seahawks uh, in divisional play. Who's your sixth team? Sixth team, I got the Redskins. So even even though they, I think they will lose to the Giants in Week 17 um, for that all-important game, there's really not another team that I see uh, in the NFC that's that can really threaten the Redskins. Um, I think the Vikings had a great shot until Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. I think Teddy Bridgewater was a really underrated quarterback. Um, I think one of the most important measures of a quarterback is not turning the ball over, and he did a great job of controlling the game and not turning the ball over. And it remains to be seen how Sean Hill um, or Sam Bradford will do. And I think the Lions have a a pretty easy schedule, and they'll get up to eight or nine wins. Uh, Same with the Cowboys, even though I'm not a huge fan of, of... Dak. Dak in his first year. I, I do like him as a player, but but I think, you know, he's coming into the NFL. This is a so big boy territory. Run down, run down the NFC playoffs for me. All right, so NFC playoffs, we've got the Seahawks and Packers on a bye week, week one. And then we've got uh, the Redskins going to Carolina and winning. So I've got the Redskins winning their first matchup. Okay. And I've got the Cardinals going to New York and winning. Okay. Which is a little less surprising to, to people I'd say. Right. Uh, so that we've got Seahawks versus Redskins. I think Seahawks will win that game. And then Cardinals Packers. And then Cardinals Packers. A rematch. Packers, Packers at home and I think they, they pull it out this time. I and think. get some revenge. Exactly. No revenge. No Hail Marys necessary. Yep. So so as boring as it is, I, I do have my one and two seeds coming into the to the NFC and AFC championships. So I've got the Seahawks versus Packers and I've got the Seahawks winning. So my championship game will be Bengals Seahawks, and I think that this is the year for the Bengals. I love it. I love so it. So give me the Bengals to win it all this year. It's a little redemptive because they might have, they would have had a great shot to win the whole thing last year right. if Dalton was I, healthy. Exactly. I totally agree, and I think that's being really overlooked this year. Uh, they've got the all-around team, and really the only issue last year was that they lost Dalton to injury. So yeah, I think that this is the year for them. You heard it, and the last thing I wanted to get from you is who do you think is going to win MVP of the league? So MVP of the league, I'm going Mr. Aaron Rodgers again. Yay! So let's give Elliot him, knows let's I love Aaron Rodgers. A third MVP. Yeah. Which puts him in pretty rarefied air. Manning's won five Manning MVPs. Five. Favre won three in a row, 95, 96, 97. 96, 97, oh. <laughs> and Brady's won two, 2007, 2010. Rodgers has won two already, 2011, 2014. So, yeah, I think that makes sense. And I think if the Packers go, what what do you have them at? Do you remember what record you had the Packers going? Uh, I believe... Because they would have to go 12-4. 12 12 and 4. I believe I have them at 12-4. and 4. All right, uh, there you go. Yep, I do. I have them at 12-4. And, and I, can, I can find out which, I, which I, games I have them losing. I think those are, those are sound predictions from the master of the picks, Elliot Bruce. He'll be back to talk NFL throughout the season. But I want to talk about... The other football that goes on in the fall, because it's something that I don't really follow and I've never followed that closely, but started to key in on last year because you were so passionate about it. And I can't stand college football mainly because nobody knows how to tackle. The tackling in college football is so abysmal. I just I don't know why that grinds my gears, but the fact that college basketball is vastly inferior to the NBA doesn't bother me at all. But mm-hmm. we had a crazy, crazy weekend in the opening weekend of the college football season, including a team that Elliott had picked to go to the national title game, the Oklahoma Sooners, losing to Tom Herman and the Houston 
Cougars? What yeah, you know, that's actually pretty ironic because I had I had talked to, I know I talked to you, and I think I talked to a couple other friends about how um, I, th- I thought the thought... Oklahoma-Houston game was, was the most important game of the week, if not of, uh, of the first the part of the season, season. Re- the yeah. first part of the season, really. And that's because if you look at the, the Texas, I mean, the, uh, the Houston Cougars, excuse me, I've been following them for about two years. I wrote an article two weeks ago about how I think Greg Ward is going to be the next. You great do NFL love you. I you he is, you hopped on the Greg Ward bandwagon very early. You really like him. I I really do. And like I said before, I think he the one of the great measures of a quarterback is not turning the ball over, and he has been incredible at doing that. I think last year, his numbers were. Uh, this is thir- off dumb. Elliot's thirty-seven thirty-seven touchdowns. Um, how many picks? Or 38, 38 touchdowns or 37 touchdowns, six picks. Nice. Which in college especially right. is, is unheard of yeah. because, it, you know, in college they're, they're known to just chuck the ball. So the guy's got a great mind for football. He very rarely throws picks. One stat, and I'm not surprised at all that they beat the, the Sooners this one week. St- one stat that's gotten thrown around a lot by ESPN is the, the fact that uh, Houston under head coach Tom Herman is 4-0 and as an underdog. They've only been an underdog four times, but they've won all four of those games. So that remains very impressive. Right. I don't. I mean, their their one loss last year was to to UConn, and that was I, I'm pretty sure that Greg Ward was injured for that game. So, you know, they, what they can you know. do? So, but but anyway, I think they've got a couple more tests this year, and they could easily run the table. Uh, Houston, I mean, and and, and that new AP poll they were what number in, six. Yep, so they're number think... six right now. Um, they've got a few more hard games. I think they've got Cincinnati, Louisville. And uh, like Memphis, you know, and they're not they're not top tier teams, right. but they're if you take care of business, they're top forty teams probably, uh, top third of the top third of the um, college football. And if they take care of business, if they go out and smack them around, then there's no reason for them not to be in the playoff. You know, especially cool. especially if they end the season undefeated, there's really going to be no argument against them getting in. Um, and you- and I think another important point is like you know you can't consider Oklahoma's season done. Right, you know, I I do I do still believe that they have a shot at the playoffs, and that's because if they because they have such tough opponents that if they were to de- defeat all of them, then they could fly back up the the AP poll. Mm-hmm. So let's say let's say Houston does go undefeated, um, that's not a super bad loss for Oklahoma, you know. Right, because um, they were up in the first half and then just just couldn't. And get things to click. And Houston's second. also going to be rooting for Oklahoma to do really well because their win looks better and better. Right, than right, Oklahoma right. is. Uh, I, and I do think Oklahoma's a great team. Um, Samaj P. Ryan and um, oh my gosh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield are two of two of the stars of college football this mm-hmm. year. Really, um, if they can get their defense to click a little better than it was this weekend, then I think they should be able to win the Big Twelve. Uh, I don't really see any other of the Big Twelve teams causing huge problems this year. I think Baylor's the number two team. And I actually, like I said, I've got that that season-long uh, predictive right. uh, pool, I guess mm-hmm. you call it. And I had Oklahoma winning that Big 12 and, and Baylor coming in second. And it, right now, the way that they're ranked, that's that's also how, how it's lining up. But I, don't know, I, I think that a lot of the other teams in the Big 12 just aren't going to cut it. Um, I know a lot of people are on TCU, but if you watch them play this weekend, they played, um, uh, I, I, I have to look it up. I don't even know the, the name of the school. Do you think that, uh, Alabama is still the odds on favorite no matter what? 
no matter what anybody else T- does in any TCU, of the other wins. TCU squeaked out a win against South Dakota State this weekend. They were tied 24-24 at halftime. Final score was 59-41. The problem um, so is, clearly I feel like they don't talking, about, talking about Houston and talking about Oklahoma and the Big 12 or any of these other teams, it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day... Only a few of these teams are legit title contenders, right? Slash playoff contenders. Do you think Alabama should be the prohibitive favorite until proven otherwise? After seeing what they did to USC, USC this weekend, I think so. Yeah, um, and and I was kind of anti-Alabama coming into the season because they had rookie quarterbacks, two rookie quarterbacks, and. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's hard to win with rookie quarterbacks. Freshman quarterbacks. Well, they're rookies. Whatever. (laughs) You you know, they, everybody knows they have a great defense, but it's like, how can they be this good every year? And they are this good every year. year. And it's just ridiculous. Are they the most boring dynasty you've ever seen? Yes. Yes. Maybe, maybe. The answer is an emphatic yes. No chance. No chance. All right, fine. Then yes, they're the most boring dynasty. They're so boring. I, uh, Saban is such a curmudgeon. I and kind of I just don't. He doesn't give off in any air of humanity. Really, he just seems like an old grumpy dude who happens to be a really good football coach. You know, I, I actually kind of disagree. I, I I really like Nick Saban. I I there's I there's zero skepticism as to his ability. No no no, but I think he's he's a cool dude. All right. Uh, but but interesting enough, you look at Alabama's schedule. For the rest of the year, and talk to me. Talk to so, me. So, all right. So here, here you go. USC, they just crushed them. Western Kentucky should be another crush job. At Ole Miss uh, is going to be their hardest game of the whole season, I think. Um, and then they just roll through teams. You know, they got Kent State, Kentucky, Arkansas looked like crap week one. Uh-huh. Uh Tennessee looked like crap week one. They yeah, both they beat out barely like. Like teams that aren't you don't even think on that, people's radars. You don't think that Tennessee game is going to have some hype to it? You don't think Tennessee will be unbeaten at that point? Tennessee was in the preseason rankings was number nine, right? I'm not sure what they are now. Now that they almost lost to who was it, uh, Appalachian State. Here's here's the thing with Tennessee is is that they're going to win their division of the SEC. So, I they're, mean, and that's think, and that's just because they're better. Uh, I think I think a big game is going to be. Um, Week four versus Florida, uh-huh. Tennessee versus Florida, and that will kind of indicate who's going to win that division uh, because I don't I don't see either of those teams losing. So, as so another game in there. So division. why don't you break it down for me in the in each of the Power Five conferences? I think we've answered this question for one of the conferences already. In each of the Power Five conferences, which team has the best chance of making the playoff? Uh, so Alabama has the best chance in the SEC, right? Who has the best well, chance? So so here and here's another uh, important point of of week one in college football is that there were some great games, but like for the most part, it doesn't really matter. You know, like Oklahoma lost, sure. LSU lost. LSU lost to Wisconsin. But if those teams win their conferences, they still have a shot at the at the playoffs. Well, LSU, do you think LSU is going to win their conference? Sure, why not? <laughs> no, really. I mean, I mean, really. They're still they're still even with Alabama in the conference, right? They have zero and zero records. Both and you of mean them. in conference in conference, conference play, play right. which is all that matters in in uh, in the conference. So when they play each other, if they're both undefeated, 
the no, game is the, the game in is in the SEC. Right, right. If they're both undefeated in the SEC, then the game Alabama at LSU could be pretty much for the division, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you know if if LSU wins that game and beats Alabama out for their first of all their division, and then Alabama won't even have a chance to win the conference. How can you make that argument to put Alabama in it? Even right. even if they've creamed teams, you know. If, if they don't win their conference, you really can't put them in the playoffs. So the lesson, as always, don't overreact to week one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Although, anti-shout-out, screw that guy on LSU, that offensive lineman who cold-cocked the Wisconsin dude who got the game-winning interception. Sure. And then uh, was celebrating and clearly had gone down already, and the guy just cheap-shotted him. That was yeah. awful. Yeah, I mean... You can understand where he's coming from. Right, I, I get being upset you, about the you game. Can't, you can't you, react like you that. You can never, ever, ever do and, that. Uh, and thank, thank God he's suspended for the Jacksonville State game. <laughs> That's really going to make a difference. <laughs> yeah. So, do you think... Who do you think the four te- playoff teams are? Uh, let me just pull that up, sorry. I was trying to pull it up while you were... Because cause I, I, the only, the closest team that I have a rooting interest for in college football is Michigan because a good friend of mine, Jake, who hopefully will come on this podcast at some point, is from Ann Arbor and a big Michigan fan. Mm-hmm. And because Boston sports are all professional and all the collegiate uh, Boston sports teams are not good outside of hockey, uh, there's not really a college football team for us to root for. Mm-hmm. UMass, BC, whomever. BC was good that year with Matt Ryan, but I, I am a, a freelance uh, rooter of college football teams, so I'm sort of rooting for Michigan this year because it's fun to have that team be good, and they haven't been good the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And now Harbaugh's there, and they were ranked number seven. They beat Hawaii sixty-three to three. Do you think that they are going to win their conference? I, I mean, do. Uh, well, I think they're going to win their division and play, which Ohio is an important St- distinction. Are they in? Are they in Ohio State in the same division of yes, the Big they Ten? They are. They are. Uh, which which is a huge distinction because only one of them can, can emerge. go to the Big, you know, Ten, Big Ten Championship game. They can't both go to the Big Ten Championship and this, they both cannot they, go they, to the They can't playoffs. really both make the playoffs. So so you're really picking one or the other. Um, I'm pretty high on Michigan this year. Cause, uh, cause, I, I mean, their, their defense, defense is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> their defense is just absolutely incredible. And Shouts to Jabril Peppers. And to Jordan Lewis. We hope his injury is okay. Right. Uh, and and their offense showed up versus Hawaii, who's not a great defense, but at all. But I mean, you know, if they go out there and they only put up like thirty five or less points against Hawaii, then you begin to question right. if they have a real shot. But they went out and they dropped sixty three mm-hmm. nine touchdowns mm-hmm. on Hawaii. That's I don't care who you're playing. It's a lot of touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns. So so I do like Michigan to win that. And um, and I think Ohio State, you know, they came out and they beat the. Crap out of uh, seventy-seven to ten, right? Se- uh, seventy-seven to seven. Seventy-seven is okay. But but you have to realize you can't compare it to the Bowling Green State of uh, last year. Last year they had they meaning a, Bowling a Green phenomenal offense. Right. Yeah, yeah, Bowling Green. Like they they were maybe top. This is 30, why I asked. Maybe I top know, twenty-five. I don't know the first thing about Bowling Green. I don't even know where, <laughs> I don't even know where that is. Right, but. Yeah, you know they they had a great offense last year, and and, and they all graduated. And this year they had a, just a bunch of fresh faces, <laughs> rookies. And they, yeah, rookies. <laughs> they got a bunch of rookies, and they go into Ohio State, and they're facing a team that's that's been together for a few years, and that has been through the gauntlet of and playing gets challenging all the, teams. All the best recruits, and, and blah, gets all blah, the best blah. recruits, whatever. 
so you know what? I don't care that they won by seventy points. So I na- really don't. Nail, I think so. Nail it down for me. You're picking Michigan to come out of the Big Ten and to make the playoffs. Yes, and and I I do want to put Ohio State on upset alert this week against who? Against Tulsa. Against Tulsa. Okay. Hey, yeah, no, don't you, sleep you, on Tulsa. You, you looked at me incredulously. Don't sleep on Tulsa. That is a is a great offense. All right. I mean, all around great offense. I'm I glad. Think, I think that you if told you're, me if you're gonna pick a side in the Ohio State Tulsa game, bet the hell out of that over. Bet it till it's like <laughs> 95, because that thing is going over. I don't care. It's uh, at 72 and a half right now. Take the over. I don't you care. told me that this is not a good slate of games in terms of the competition, especially not terrible, compared to week terrible one. Terrible, terrible slate. Yep, it seems like people are just going, the, the big conferences seem like they're just going for layups going into yeah, divisional. you got to have a couple cupcakes division, on the schedule. Division play starts week three. It's you mean most, conference play uh, or division uh, play? Well, you only play in your division. Right, so conference play. Conference play starts next uh, week three, next week. So this game, this week is just a lot of cupcake games oh, for well. these big teams. I like cupcakes. Which is, you know, it's interesting because if if any of these teams lose any of those games, then that's they're screwed. It. They're, yeah, they're toast. That's the point, you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, you never know. So that's two teams that I think that you've nailed down that you want that you think are going to make the playoff. That's Alabama and Michigan. Well, right? Am I wrong? You, you are. Just said. You are wrong because okay. I I think Iowa is going to beat Michigan. And, in the uh, Big Ten championship Big Ten game, championship. And Holy go, cow! And, and yeah, you you Ten told me earlier that you were high on Iowa. I'm, I'm pretty high on on Iowa this year, and they were really um, good CJ last Beathard's year. It's great, and and he's he's got he's got a good core around him. They were great last year. They they had almost none of their team graduate in terms of starters. All right, um, so, so and I think they had a real shot. So to Alabama, last year. They Iowa, got, they, yeah. Uh, so so Iowa. I I went with LSU. Um, LSU over Alabama, which I'm kind of regretting. Yeah, you probably should <laughs> regret it. One. Yeah. So I think I, at this point in time, I'd say Alabama, but I'm still rooting for LSU. Okay. Um, I do think Iowa's going to win the Big Ten. I really do, in my heart of hearts. Um, I've got Stanford winning the Pac-12. Um, Christian McCaffrey will pretty much single-handedly win the conference. <laughs> I mean, that guy's a phenomenal player. What did what did his coach say about the 97 yard? Return he had a, a punt. He said that it was a bad. play. He said play. it was a bad play because nobody should be catching the ball on the three yard line, <laughs> which is fair. That's a really good which point. Which is fair. I, I love that. That's great coaching. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's three teams. That's Alabama. Um, even and, though you're rooting I, for I mean, LSU, the, the Iowa, 97 yard touchdown was Stanford. called back by, on a penalty, but oh, well. it was still a 97 yard run. And right. the fourth team. Um, I'm 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 really just asking, going to ask so, you this every week because it's a good talking point. We'll yeah, I, I kind of begrudgingly picked uh, Clemson to win the a- ACC this year because they have Deshaun Watson and they have Dabo Sweeney. And yeah, I, I mean, is, do you, you and you don't see any you know they AC- did it they did it before, but which ACC team would have the best chance? Uh, of they, but uh, let me tell you off. now, they're not going to win the ACC. But they're going to. But you put I would them to make put, a I would put money on that. Who do you think is going to uh, win the ACC? Florida State. Oh, okay, okay. I watched him play last night versus Ole Miss. That team can roll. That team can roll. <laughs> can they rock? No, no rock. But they can roll. But they can roll. <laughs> um, once they get that that quarterback, that uh, redshirt freshman quarterback. What, uh, Francois? Francois. They call him Frenchie. I love it. Like, oh, I do love it. They that. call him Frenchie. I love the nickname Frenchie in general. Once they get him up to speed, that team's going to be rocking and rolling because they've got Dalvin Cook, and once they can once they can uh, kind of keep you honest with the passing game, 
Uh, that that team's gonna. So be after week one, tentatively, because we'll update this week to week, just the way everybody does. So the four teams that you tentatively have in the playoff after week one are Alabama, Iowa, Clemson. No, not Clemson. Florida, Florida State. State. Sorry, Florida State, Iowa, Alabama, and Houston. And Houston. Houston Cougars, baby. Love it. I I I love rooting for Houston because, like I said, I think Stanford's gonna win their their conference, but I I don't think they're gonna have as good a resume, a knockout resume or or record. I think they'll have two two losses on them. Mm, okay. And uh, same thing with Oklahoma. I think they'll have another loss besides Houston. So and I think, I love it. I think they'll win the Big Twelve. So I there love you those go. predictions. There you and go. If College football so, let's playoff. Say, you got so, so Bama, Bama, Iowa, Florida State, and Houston. Love it. it. I'm I'm so would, would anybody to me. would anybody outside of Alabama be rooting for Bama if it was Bama Houston in the one four play uh college football playoff matchup? Literally not a soul. Nobody. Zero Ex- people except for better. Houston would become a do you think Houston is for this year they could just sort of become America's team? Yeah. Like the America team loves be- an underdog. Right. And yeah, America loves an underdog. There All right. Go. And how did you think that that podcast just went? Better than the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Bruce just laid down a bunch of college football picks. He just laid down an entire NFL season for you. And he, to recap, he's got the Bengals over the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. He also has the Raiders as the number one seed in the AFC, which I think is preposterous. But, you know, we'll find out. Could I just toss out a couple picks? Yes, yes, yes. Lean, lean back in towards the microphone and give us a couple picks on your way out. So... I'm a huge fan of uh, of point spreads and picking point spreads. And this is college football games that you're giving us, uh, right? No, I, no, you're I'm giving us NFL, NFL games? Because okay. like I said, I think college football is pretty boring this week. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm really not... I'm probably going to fade a lot of college football this week. So All right. I'm, I'm going... Uh, I'm going to, Jets, to Bengals? the NFL well. NFL you well? You were talking about Jets, Bengals. Or no, were you talking about... You asked me to look up the offensive and defensive lines of the Steelers and Redskins yep. because of that game, right? Yep. And I, In Washington? You know what? Like I said, I've got Washington going to the playoffs. Um, and they're... And I actually have they, them uh, going to the playoffs over the Steelers by one game. The Redskins are in the NFC and the Steelers are in the AFC. So... Well, no. <laughs> I'll edit wait, this wait, wait. out. No, who do I... Oh, sorry. I have the Jets... Excuse me. I have the Jets going to the playoffs by one game over the Steelers, um, and that and that for for the most part hinges on their results in this week. On the results of this week, which <laughs> I, which I love. You know, I I like bringing it down, putting Cause, playoff cause, implications cause into you week think, one. You think the Jets are going to beat the Bengals at home? I think the two most important games this week are Bengals at Jets. Jets and I at, think that's a very Bengals important game for the Jets and Steelers at and, Redskins and Steelers at Redskins um, because I think if the Jets get off to a good start and the Steelers don't, then I, I think those are the two teams that have the most riding on week one. I, I disagree because the Jets' schedule is so, so difficult. I, I just don't see them uh, I'm, I'm just going 9-7 or better. But the, the, we, we, I'm, I'm glad you. we agree to disagree about this. Yep. So you've got – I forgot what the point spread is. Is it uh, Steelers by two in Washington? It's Steelers by three, and I like Washington. All right. I, and then, I think that game should honestly be a pick em, and I feel the same way about the Jets-Bengals game. And what's um, the – it's a Bengals it's by – It's Bengals by three. So and I'm you like the dogs. Two, both three point, home dogs, baby. Both three-point home dogs. You go Jets and you go... Redskins. Uh, Redskins. And then I'm taking a, a three-point road dog with the Buffalo Bills at the Baltimore Ravens. And that's actually my favorite pick of the week. Pick of the week! Pick of the week goes to, to the Bills. Bills. All right. Bills should... 
I think that they'll go they're in and, you and think beat them by better. ten, by All double right. digits. So, should be a, an easy pick. I look forward to having Elliot Bruce on this podcast uh, sporadically slash regularly <laughs> throughout the regular season of both college football and the NFL. Elliot, thank you for coming on thank and you. giving us a much better <laughs> podcast than we did last week. Uh, say bye to the people. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Oh, a couple of housekeeping things. You can find this show at soundcloud.com slash fighting fire with fire. You can listen to us. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page. Give us a like on Facebook, comment, whatever you want to do uh, at facebook.com slash the AJ Rose show. And you can follow Elliot on Twitter. At no, 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 no. Don't, don't oh, give him the Twitter. Give him the blog that I just started. Which oh, okay. Is, uh, Go for I it. just started a blog picking games because uh, I do want to keep track of that. And that's it's, it's uh, sportswageringinsight.wordpress.com. So check it out. I Elliot post that at a WordPress. Yep. I, you can follow me. On, you can follow me on Twitter at a Jeremy Rose. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.